downloads, I'll sit there. Okay, sounds good. And we're recording. All right, everybody, if you have listened to this podcast before, one, I love you for doing so, and thank you for coming back. Two, if you're new to this, I hope that you'll stick around because there's a lot of gems that's going to come from us that is very raw for normal people giving real-life advice in real time. Not going to be no foo-foo stuff here, and if it's foo-foo, it's because it's what we believe in, it's what we love, and we're kind of hoping that we can just share that with you. Whether you care or not is up to you, but we're out here just trying to do the right thing, and doing the right thing is always the right thing. So I have with me Joe, and is it Jake? Joe and Jake. It is. Joe and Jake. So for those of you that are not looking at the recording once this gets posted, if if you can describe who's who, and then each of you just, just give some background and run that as long as you want to. What's the origin story? That's it, Jake. Put in the what I say the biggest difference between us, um, of course, different in like personalities. We're not like the same person. Yeah, everyone thinks that like when you're twins, you're the exact same person. That's not us. We 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 do business together. Um, we like a lot of the same things, but we're definitely different personalities, and you'll see that as you get to know us. But um, his hair is a little bit different, but that's the only thing I would say. He's yeah. got a scar above his eyebrow. That's it. But yeah, we're uh, Jake and Joe Sharp. I'm glad Damien got in contact with us. We're excited to get on the podcast, have a good chat. But a little bit about us: two twins trying to. We own J-Dual Fit. Um, Right now, we're helping real estate investors master their mind and body through our lean and confident method. Um, But we we have a bigger purpose around that. It's it's a lot bigger than that. And I don't know how deep you want us to go into our story. Like However um, deep you want. I said raw for a reason. You go as far as you want to go. I'm not going to censor nothing. So, okay, okay, cool. Let's get let's get super raw. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot deeper than just fitness. Like I hate, I hate when people say like, I just want to look good or it's like, I just want to drop the weight and there's not a big reason behind that. And they're not helping people drop the weight like for anything other than looks like that's not what it's about. But for us, we grew up, we grew up super, super chubby kids, the skinny fat body type. It's the the chubby kid with skinny arms, no muscle. So there was zero zero self confidence. There was no no self esteem. We didn't have self love. Like we didn't. I didn't. I personally, I don't know if Jake feels the same way, but I didn't know how to love myself all the way up until like um, junior senior year of high school, and I still struggled. But that's kind of what my my growing up looked like was chubby scared to talk to people, um, super depressed. I, I I did battle a lot of mental struggles in high school. Um, but like I said, it's not all about fitness. It's it's the mind. It's mental health. Because senior year, I, I did drop the weight. I, I was the gym, gym addict. Um, so I got in the gym. I got super leaned out senior year of high school. Uh, but, but that year was, it was one of the hardest years of my life. It was, um, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. Um, and it just proved to me that this, this fitness, it's, it's not just about looking good because I like, not like, not in a cocky way, but senior year, I looked the best I've ever looked and I felt like crap. My mental state was at an all time low. 
And I knew then, and I got a glimpse that it wasn't all fitness. And I'm I'm sure Jake felt the same way in a sense. Yeah, both of us. Um, I didn't ever suffer from depression, but the self-confidence and uh, being skinny fat definitely um, didn't help my self-confidence. We got cut from a sports team. Um, so it was all like just hanging out with the bros, um, having a good time there. And that's where we found most of our joy. Um, I had a high school girlfriend, which really helped me, but, um, that's what started our story. Realizing, realizing it's more about what you feel, um, how the gym makes you feel, how eating good makes you feel um and being able to manage those emotions that started off our journey um and i and i've had some issues with anxiety as well um may mostly i would say after high school yeah but there, there's and damien there's two two spark parts to this sorry there's two parts of this it's it's our part it's me and jake having no self-belief no confidence in ourselves mm-hmm. growing up and then there's a huge another part that i I would say drives our mission even more. So maybe um, close to three and a half years ago, me and Jake are um, LDS, and so we we sir we went on our two year mission. If you know what that what that is, you see those missionaries with tags. Um, that yeah. that was us, but we we went out and. I we only served I served for about four months in Mexico, and Jake served for about seven months in Mexico, and we got we got probably the worst call we've ever gotten in our life. We we have a little brother, um, he is two years younger than us, two and a half. Um, he was our best friend. People called us the Sharp Trio. Um, people knew everyone knew us like as the guys that just liked to have fun. Everyone thought he was. Uh, he he was the funnest guy in town, but um that that night, like almost three years ago, we got the call and it was our mom and dad and they were up at our cabin in the mountains and they told us that he committed suicide. Um and so we to get that call when we were out of the country, um, we were already super depressed because we were trying to learn a different language. Like we we were already lost. Um, there was a lot of anxiety and to get that call, it just tore us apart. Like there there's nothing I didn't think I was gonna come back from that, honestly. That like when someone told us that. So like it, when we say there's like a deeper mission, there there truly is. Like we have that first part of what we grew up as and why we got into fitness in the first place um for the mind and body but also it's 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 the mental health side it's your physical and mental health your nutrition your daily exercise because mental health is truly a lot of it is your lifestyle and we we really wish that our little brother um um was still here and so we we want to help a lot of people with that and it's huge. I think that's a thousand percent correct. So I, I'll say a couple things and then I'll, I'll ask you guys a couple questions. One, 
I'm sorry that you had to go through stuff like that. That sucks. The loss of anybody it is just garbage and it's not fair. And I wish there were other things that we could go through that weren't that. Um, especially when it comes to mental health. It's the most underspoken issue on the planet. Yeah. Um, and I'm a huge proponent of mental health, and I've got my own story for that. But I, I do want to say that just in the very short time that I've seen your guys' page, I would never have known that you've gone through something like that. You've got the most powerful positivity I think I've ever seen in any of the fitness space. Cause you know how many fitness people are out there. Just yeah, about everybody on just social media is a fitness and something. online. It's huge. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. And to see that you guys have the amount of positive strength and positive message, and there's no excuses behind nothing after going through something like that. I'm not as close with a lot of my brothers. I've got three of them. And I'm I'm just now getting close. Well, I guess the last two years, getting really, really close with one of them after spending I'm 34 and spending uh -huh. the majority of that time not close with this particular brother. And now we're getting much closer. And and it's like I can only imagine if I had this connection for that long and have to deal with something like that. I, I wouldn't be on this podcast to say that much. And so because that at that time you're talking about this that happened. I, I was in a dark place and I might as I may have been on my way as well, you know? And so seeing that you guys took something that is very, very difficult, not just to grieve on your own, but to turn that into something that's inspiring hundreds and I'm sure thousands of people. That is awesome. And so kudos to you guys. And it's a, it's a real pleasure to meet somebody who's, who's gone through something like that. And it's unfortunate that it's happened, but, Holy moly, if anybody's turned uh, a story like that into something that's meant for the world to learn from, you guys are doing it, and I appreciate it. And that's, that's, that's as inspiring of a story in real time as I've ever come across. And so Thanks, man. I'm really happy that you guys are on the podcast because that's that's huge. How many people do you think are going through it who think that they're going through it by themselves? Yeah. And, and so for you to get vulnerable like that, I appreciate the crap out of that. So, so A, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, both of you. And two, that I like that you said that you guys were the trio and now uh, in your email, all over your pages, your website, yeah. it's the duo now. And I love that you still stay true to what what the brothers came up with. You didn't let the theme of that go. And like some people that, that they would feel too connected to the tragedy and it would only have been about that. And you guys still kept that theme that it's it's still the brotherhood, no matter the number of flesh, it's about the spirit, it's about the message, it's about the impact, and you're keeping it alive. And that's crazy to me to know that you guys are doing so good at that. <laughs> and that's awesome. And so I can't give you enough praise. That's awesome. I'm really excited that you guys are, are honing that as a weapon to wield and not a circumstance that's your sentence forever. And so that's great. It's an inspiration. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. They it it really is our our whole mission um what it comes down to is is living out this life the best we can to the fullest potential uh because i know our brother sam we believe is in heaven uh well going to be in heaven um i think he would want that for sure and other people 
we know how many people, well, we don't know personally how many people are struggling, but we know that there's billions of people struggling with mental health right now uh, with how bad the world is. There, There's too much change. Um, and we want to take that on um, and be, be the biggest mental health brand um, in the world. That's the end goal um, is to be that brand because there's too many people struggling. But he, he really is the the one that put that purpose into our lives, turning that pain into purpose. Uh, we'd love to say that because it, it was the darkest time of our lives where we went through probably the biggest pain. Um, very confused, very, very lost for quite a while. Um, but we found ourselves through our purpose of trying to spread this message that you're going to live your to your fullest potential if you're improving your health. And that's mentally and physically. Yeah. And I think, like Jake said, it's like, that's the biggest pain. And you were talking about Damien is like, yeah, we didn't ever expect it. Like we grew up in a family like that was loving. Um, it was a household. It was like easy to be around. My my dad was a PA for a doctor. We didn't struggle financially. Like you can't say anything that like we were dirt poor, but like you don't expect to lose your brother, or your best friend, uh, from something. Like we knew he was struggling, but you don't ever expect a call like that. And after. Um, we got back and we got back with our family. There's those first couple months. It's, it's like you're in, what do they call, what do people call that? Like the stages of a limbo, a limbo Mm -hmm. or something like where you just don't even know. Um, You don't even know what you're doing. You're lost. We felt all those feelings. And honestly, like when Jake was talking before we left, we didn't believe we were worth anything. We met like we didn't know what we were going to do after we got back from those missions. We didn't have any purpose. So Sam, Sam, like um, choosing to take his own life really sparked that. And we want to help other people um, with our story. And most importantly, like help other people with their mental health. It's 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 bigger than us and what we want to do for others. And that's what I noticed right away. And so that's why I gravitated towards you guys because I'm into fitness too. I mean, I I got my shirt. One more set. One more set. I love it. One more set. Who is that from? You got this. So I I made it. Oh, that's sick. And so I made it and I don't have like of uh, like fitness channels. I don't have anything like that, but it is the anchor of my life for a thousand and one reasons. And mental health is, is reason numero uno. Yep. That's one. And it's going back to what you both said earlier. It's, it's how you feel. It's not always about how you look, even though how you look is a part of it, because usually that, that is the mental issue. You don't like how you look. And so how you look is why you get into fitness, but it's so much, different than that for me it was i need to become strong you know so i i there was there was a man that lived in my house that was not a good man he was an aggressive angry man 
And I was too weak to defend myself. That went on for eight years. And one day I was like, I, here's how I solved this problem. I'm too young to realize if it's a me thing, if like maybe I'm not good enough or whatever. I didn't, I didn't have that. I didn't have to face that mental triumph yet. I didn't, I wasn't there yet. Uh, or at least I just wasn't aware of it. And so what I knew was most of it was physical at that point. So I was like, all I have to do is get strong. And so when I got to high school, I joined the wrestling team. Like, I'm going to learn two things this year. I'm going to learn how to be strong. I'm going to learn how to whip ass. Excuse my language. I'm like, but I'm going to do those two things. And this man ain't ever going to put his hands on me again. And it started as like a revenge. I yeah. want to get this because I want the revenge. I want him to go away. And only these hands are going to make him go away by whatever the means. What I learned through that is as I worked out, and as I stopped eating garbage food and drinking energy drinks and all that trash, how good I already felt. I felt strong once that happened. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so it's not just about working out. Whatever I'm putting into my body is going to be what comes out of me in terms of yeah. energy and, and physical energy and mental energy and spiritual energy even. And that that's a long journey to begin with. And so I, I joined the wrestling team. I talked to, to the football coach and I was like, I want to join football. The only reason I wanted to join football is because I see how they hit people. And I'm like, I need to be that strong because the man in my house was 200 something pounds heavier than me. I was 135 for the first three years of high school. I didn't get to 152 until senior year. Got really good at wrestling, joined Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, got really good at that and solved my own problem. Contrary to the belief of all of what I just said in that story, not even with physicality, which is insane. And wow. so what I learned through that process is what it takes the struggle you have to go through to be built into something better than where you currently are. And the, the mentality that you have to build stronger than that physical form. You have to be stronger in your mind than your physical body, because if not, if nothing physical that you can achieve of actual greatness until you've done that first, because your mental triumphs will forever till the end of time be bigger than your physical triumphs. And that's a period in the story. That's just the way that I feel. And so That's for you okay. guys to to recognize that, and I kind of feel like you were recognizing that be, before the tragedy, because the how quickly you accepted that that was the mission, that you you had to get the mind right first, and then that just got magnetized because of what happened to you. Mm -hmm. It was almost the perfect storm, an unfortunate ingredients, but it was the perfect storm for you guys to do exactly what Jake just said, which is be the mental power in the fitness world in the world. And there's just no one that I followed. And I followed everybody. Ulysses, I followed him, BJ Gador, all of the Olympian guys. And none of them talk in true form about how important mental health is. They'll say it to get, you know, and I don't want to take anything away from them because I don't know them personally because it's very difficult yeah. to do what they do. However, it's very clear to me when it's a PA announcement, when it's a PSA, and it's mm -hmm. not, it's not actual Phil Keith. It's not actual yeah. all these other people. The only person I remember speaking about positivity with fitness is Dwayne Johnson and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And so outside of that, there's nobody who's brought a, a true spiritual mental health to the fitness world like you guys. And so it attracted to me to you just immediately. And so how you feel 1000% needs to be a part of it. 
And what's crazy too is sometimes that comes second, which is okay. Sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to get the gym and the bad energy needs to go somewhere that isn't towards another human being because you know well enough that that's not right. Yeah. So what do I do next? Go to the gym, not knowing what you're doing. You see somebody slamming a weight and you slam a weight too. And then you start joining those communities and you meet people like you guys that, that teach you why it all has to be connected and how beneficial that is. And so when you guys started your fitness journey, did you, did you think it was going to go to where it's gone where it's a lot more mental health and philosophy and positive messages while you're doing the workouts? Cause what I see a lot is you do a lot of workouts. You explain a little bit about the movements and stuff, but it seems to be mm-hmm. a lot about the mental health while you're doing the movements perfectly. And I'm just like, God dang. So Jake was doing a curl and I saw you turn your pinky in and I was like, I didn't know if you were doing that on, on purpose or like, <laughs> or if that's just your body's natural movement. So I was like, why is he turning his pinky in? So I go to the gym, I turn my pinky in and the pump I get on my bicep is out of this world. dude. <laughs> and so I was like, God dang, how do you teach me two things at once? And you were shining a light on what's most important, which is mental health. So like, does all that stuff come natural or like, or what was the plan? How did you guys think that you progressed from there to now? Dude, that's um, a freaking awesome question. Yeah. What would you say? I, I love it. I love the question because um, I think when we started this, I, I'm thinking back to like 17 to 18 years old when we started to shred up, get lean. Um, that's when we moved, all, like, sorry, learned all of our like movements. Yeah. Um, And then that just continued when we got back from our missions. We just kept learning the science behind working out um nutrition what it takes to to lift with intensity how to build the muscle what nutrition needs to go in your body um and honestly when 17 and 18 i did not think like we would be like i think in the back of our minds we want maybe wanted to go into fitness we were still thinking like medical yeah we were still thinking like maybe doctor the classic answer yeah thought they were the only wealthy people that and our dad is a pa for a neurosurgeon so we're like oh maybe do that but but uh yeah we ne- i don't think we ever thought it was going to be mental health based until um like we started putting it together after we lost our brother uh we had the science we hey we were overweight then like we came back um 50 pounds 50 pounds overweight yeah uh, we gained, I gained that in seven months. I gained 50 pounds. He gained like 40, 40 and like three. Um, but we, we put the mental health to the science or how to lift to gain muscle, how to work out. Um, and that's what we wanted to be like the mental health and physical health brand, um, is when we lost our brother. That's when it came together. Yeah. And I would say, like, the main thing why me and Jake, you see us, like, doing posts and stuff, too, like, with working out and um, the mental health, the confidence, like, but mainly it's focused towards that mental health and mindset Mm -hmm. and the confidence part. Because, like, Damien, when you, and you probably know this, too, like, when you master your mindset, like, the body is going to come. Yeah. Like when you master um your emotions, emotions yeah 
the body, the results are going to come. You, you, you should attack that first. And guess what? The results are going to come when you become the person to live a healthy lifestyle. When you become the man that like tracks his nutrition or works out daily and lives that lifestyle, the results are going to come. You shouldn't, um, we always preach that because it's all identity. And I'm sure you've seen that from our stories or post it's identity first like like what man are you building mm-hmm. or what woman are you building like who are you trying to become first yeah. and it's all mindset and the mental health i think that's spot on i think unfortunately and i don't know how long this lasts um thankfully there's people out there like you guys and uh there's a gentleman joey swole and he yes, tries to, he, yeah, i love him i love him I love that he promotes positive gym culture because when they yeah, see, when they people see us and it's the whole reason I got this shirt right and so I made the shirt and it's most of it is not for me right mm-hmm. and so that's so the front of it is for me because I am the guy that works out in front of the mirror and I look at myself in the mirror because I so I've got two rotator cuff injuries and I got those because I had horrible form I was in there bro lifting because I was very eager to end my my physical altercations i'm just i'm going to be strong i need to get strong now and because of that i was just ignorant that's what it was i was like if i can lift heavy be strong i'll look strong this this piece of garbage will leave me alone so i messed up and so i and i'm much better now though and so but there's there's times and we've all been there where we go to the gym we're in our set we're just about done and we know that we can go a little bit further like today's the day to break the threshold, or maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's this workout, and you never always know. And so one more set is is for me. So when I look in the mirror and there's that chance where I that, that thought even attempts to cross my mind that I can just set it down and I've done good enough, I see the shirt and I'm telling myself, no, you, you know that you've got one more in you, so get the one more. It doesn't have to be a set per se. Maybe it's yeah. another rep. Maybe you just do one more rep with five more pounds. Whatever the break of the threshold is, if you yeah. know what's there, do not give yourself an excuse. So that's what the front of the shirt is for. Love it. The back of the shirt is when I'm leaving the gym, there's somebody else who's having that struggle. There's somebody else who's saying, I can put this weight down and I'll be fine. I'll get my pump. Today was good enough. Didn't sleep great last night. Whatever. I can talk myself out of of achieving even the smallest level of greatness today. So when I turn my back to you, we all do the same thing. Someone walks in front of us. We're just going to look real quickly, even if it's a glance, even if it's peripheral. And in that glance and in that peripheral, they're going to see that you've got this. And they're going to hit that last set if they really believe in what they're trying to do. And I believe that if you're showing up to the gym, you've gotten that far. You believe yeah, in yeah. what you're trying to do. So you, you, don't, you don't need the plan. You just need... You need one more set. You need one yeah, more. You and no, yeah. I totally relate to that because like me and Jake were talking a couple months ago. Like, so we've been going to the gym consistently six days a week uh, for since we were 16. Yeah. Like getting to the gym, hitting a workout. It's been, it's fun. We're gym addicts. It's not that habit for us. It's not hard. Um, But just a couple months ago, we both like, um, I think it was probably, I think it was Phil Heath and Ed Milet's podcast talking about intensity 
and me and Jay might have been bio lane. Yeah, or bio lanes with Ed Milet. Um, we really looked at each other. We're like, have we have we just been going through the motions at the gym? Have we just been because we're fitness coaches, because we're trying to get the content, like are we just lifting the weight and not really think about it? We're not pushing ourselves, and we were. It's crazy to see the difference in um, the time that we have at the gym, um, the muscle that we built when you actually train with intensity. But to add on to that, like when we got back from the mission, like our diet was crap. We knew yeah. that we we knew we needed to get back into the gym, but we binged on, I don't know if you, Takis, Fuego, they're everywhere. Purple bag. <laughs> We're hot chip guys. We we literally had those every night a lot. Like we're yeah. we're binge eaters. We had those every night. We still struggle with cravings. Um, but like that that's that's our stuff. And we struggled for months and months, fluctuating weight. We would lose the weight and then we'd put it back on if it's a hard time. Yeah. Um, but that's how it went for like a year since we've been back. But we got into fitness, preaching fitness. Um, but we couldn't handle our own nutrition. And then we finally realized that and the pain got too great that we knew we had to focus on the real problem. Gym was easy. We had to get towards our nutrition. We had to focus on our binges. We had to focus on how do we actually overcome these cravings for talkies um, how do we actually fix that relationship with food, not just go towards comfort and go towards food when those negative emotions, that was such a huge identity change when we're actually master, like not master nutrition, but like focused on the real problem. We, that's yeah. when we actually became the fitness coaches. And that was like, that was literally a year and a half ago, yeah. like a year into our business. We weren't the fitness coaches. We preached. Yeah, and there's there's a lot to unpack there too. And so the first thing is is that there there is a connection with nutrition and physical movements. And so a lot of people think that the hard part about getting in shape is the hour in the gym. You don't no. even need the hour. You don't even need the hour. I got in the shape on oh, 30 minutes. I get 30 yep. minutes in the gym. I go three days a week. I do 30 minutes, compound exercises, set. Yep. And so it's like, the hard part is not the exercise. It's not even knowing. It's not even not knowing what to exercise. If you walk into the gym, all the information is there. All you got to do is look around, pick an exercise. Someone's doing something, copy them. That's it. So now you figured out the physical fitness. You can do that, and it's not. It's not as as negative as people think when you go to the gym. There's not a lot of idiots in there that are just judging people. There's some, and there there's there's that guy or gal in anything that exists in anywhere. Yeah. yeah, and so everybody, the 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 struggle with health and fitness is not the fitness at all. They, but that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. That's ass backwards. You only have to struggle for one hour in the day for fitness. That's it. Yeah. If you can commit to an hour or even less, that part is easy. The real struggle is you've got eighteen other hours in the day. I love that. Yeah, garbage. Yeah, that is what's hard. It is not. Everybody's like. I can't go to the gym. I've got bad knees. I've got whatever. I've got all kinds of stuff. And it's like, well, that's not even the problem. The problem yeah. is our behavior 
and our emotional connections to food. And so I was the type of guy, if I was sad, ate. If I was yep. bored, I ate. If I was pissed off, I'm going to eat. If I was any emotion under the sun, food is what, what solved or rewarded the issue. And so it's not the hour at all. It's the other 18 that we're awake trying to figure out how to handle certain things, which will go back to mental health every single time. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, is understanding not just why the food is important for fitness, but why the food is important for health and energy. And so I don't know about you guys, but my own story, if I eat a bowl of pasta, my production goes straight to garbage. It sucks. So I know that my body's like, it. if you're hungry, if you want energy, that's the wrong choice. But mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite flavors on the planet. It's pasta and Italian food and bread and all that stuff. I know that it gets digested as glucose and that makes me want to just nap time. And so I relate that back to when I was growing up, we were just poor as all get out. And the easiest thing to make that makes a lot is pasta. It's yeah, very it cheap. And so I just ate it, ate it, ate it, ate it, ate it. And so it became a comfort. It became the answer to my problems. It became the answer to my not problems. And that started to affect my my energy. It affected how I was in the gym. It's very easy mm-hmm. for me to get that crash. Now, I don't, now I'm mid-set and I'm tired and I'm bored. I'm not mentally into the set no more. And I'm out. Now my workout was garbage and it was all nutrition based. But before it was nutrition based, it was mental health based. So touch on that a little bit, how nutrition plays into mental health and how mental health plays into that. I love it. It's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's huge. Um, And people have to know that before they even like learning what me and Joe do. um, Nutrition is such a big part of your mental health. And there's been recent studies. Um, I don't think anyone talked about how much you are what you eat, really, actually, to your brain and to your gut health. It's literally the thing um, that causes your energy, that causes depression, it causes anxiety. Um, there's such a big role there. Um, and there's tests out that we we love to give our clients as well. Um, and we take uh, one being just a gut health test, huge test, um, hormone test as well, just to see like, like getting your blood drawn. But the role that your nutrition plays in your mental health is insane. And we didn't know this until like we knew our purpose. Uh, like we were with you, we whatever emotion came up, it was always talkies. It was always, hey, let's go get some freaking Taco Bell which I'm not saying we don't eat Taco Bell anymore. Uh, we'll fit it into the freaking protein. But um, <laughs> listen, it's everything. You are what you eat. If I eat some junk food, I'm going to feel the effects of it for at least like 48 hours. Um, if you go drink alcohol, you will feel the effects. And you're going to wonder, why do I feel shitty? Oh, sorry. Excuse my language. Why it's do I feel... Life like that why why did why am i depressed why am i anxious well um one of those reasons might be because you just got drunk or one of those reasons might be because you binged we that's something that me and joe had to go through is 
Um, okay, a lot of the reasons why you guys are anxious and depressed is because you are what you eat. You're the two big bags at night that you eat. You're the the two freaking 44 ounces of sodas or Powerade that you eat. It, it just doesn't work. Um, something me and Joe recently found as we continue to improve on like our knowledge around yeah. food, your brain and food, how that affects your brain health, your gut health um, is a lot. Your mental health is equal to your metabolic health. Yeah. There is science behind it. Chris Palmer is the doctor. Um, and it's kind of sad. It hurts our hearts um, because we, we lost a brother. We have a close friend that tried to commit suicide, two close friends that tried to commit suicide. Um, we Most of our friend group has been depressed. I'm not saying like there's have been improvements, but we what we found and we've listened to and studied some science behind it. One out of 10 people actually get out of that dark hole of depression. It's very sad but because they think it's a new medicine. They think it's a new treatment, which awesome. If um, I, I don't have all the knowledge around medicine, but the, this guy, Chris Palmer, that we love studying, he, he's huge. You are your metabolic health. Um, yeah, like your mental health is your metabolic health. So he was talking um, that we have to start focusing on the life changes, the lifestyle changes, what you're actually doing on a day-to-day basis. We can't just keep doing what doesn't work, which yeah. is the medicine, the treatments. Yeah. Um, and so it hurts our hearts to hear that stat. One out of 10 people actually crawl out of that hole. It is terrible to hear that because of my, our brother was in that hole. He he was one of the nine people that ended up committing suicide. Um, so when we when we're serious about you are what you eat, and we're gonna keep studying on this because we like, we're not kidding when we want to be the mental health brand um, to influence people. We have to start changing how society is running right now. It's about your lifestyle. Let's start focusing on that and let's see where that leads. And Damien, it's not like what Jake kind of saying is like no amount of medication or different medication is going to solve your lifestyle and habit issues. If you go back to the same junk food when you feel depressed, if you go isolate yourself because we we say this because we were those guys Mm -hmm. i was in the bed depressed all day i went months day after day eating 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 until i couldn't i our brother he he did the same he isolated himself um for the first half of the day he was in bed watching shows he he didn't have the best diet well now we see um, the role that that plays in it. And it's it's serious. It's not, it's not something that me and Jake want to take lightly with the clients we help with our content. Your nutrition is probably, I would say, uh, one of the most key factors in your mental health. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's insane what that means. It's wild how much boils down to behavior. And yeah. how how behavior seems just like a like a just a quick moment, right? And so like we start with one little habit, 
and we think that, okay, it's just Tuesday. I'm just going to kick my feet up. I'm going to go get some Del Taco, and that's good. Tuesday's over, and we're good. And then 10 years later, we've done Del Taco a billion times, and you look back, and everybody gets so shocked. And and I don't know why it happens, but sometimes you just – you see yourself in the mirror every day and you recognize no changes, no matter what you're doing, whether you're working out. So like when I was working out and I put on like 15 pounds of muscle, I never saw the 15 pounds of muscle arrive. Yeah. Right. And so it's crazy how that, that happens with your mind. And so that happens with people's fitness is because they're all yeah. into behavior and never about the consequence of behavior. And that's with mental health and that's with everything. You never know how far you've gotten until there's that moment where you're like, God dang, how did I get here? And so correcting the behavior, it almost always, which is super unfortunate, and it's it, it, we're very blessed when there's people who have self-awareness. Thankfully, I was self-enough aware where I just looked at myself one day and said, bro, get your shit together. What are you doing? Yeah. And so I didn't have to go that far. And so I, I gained about 45 pounds. Thankfully, it was a mix of all of the above. And so I was always, I never not went to the gym or did some mm-hmm. type of physical strenuous activity, whether it was Zen Jiu-Jitsu or lifting weights, wrestling, whatever it was. However, you cannot out-train a bad diet and you cannot out-train crappy behavior and crappy habits. Caught up with me, recognize it. Not a lot of people do. What are some day-to-day, just very basic activities? Because I'm sure you've had clients that come in, I want to change everything. You start giving them tips and they've got a rebuttal for every freaking one. I can't eat that because I'm a texture person. I yeah. can't eat that because the cook smelling broccoli stinks when it's cooked. <laughs> and and X, Y, Z, I can't do that because I've got back problems. Never had a back problem in their life, but because they got to exercise, now there's back problems. And so what what are some very basic foods that they can eat? What yeah. are some very basic exercises? Me and my wife, we take walks and it makes 600 it. calories. We walk five miles. And it's crazy. We started walking at night and this is so two days. We go to work out at four o'clock in the morning, come home after work. And I'm like, you want to go for a walk? And we're like, yeah, let's go for a short walk. Our short walk ends up being five miles. We start, I I talked to my job. We start talking, we're going to town. So for those that are scared to go to the gym, who maybe know that they have bad habits or don't, what are some very basic things that they can do to pump themselves up? Very easy foods to get. Some very layman terms. You can get started. It's really not that difficult. What's your advice for those people? Yeah, I love it. Um, I'll start before Joe jumps into this. Um, there'll be a link to our course. We can't actually share any tips. Um, you can't find them online. So go ahead, sign up for a free. If you want to. Business man, I love it. <laughs> it's a course. So yeah, we're not going to share it. Next question. Joe so, yeah, will go into it. No. So I was thinking when you said that, um, just a couple things. First, nutrition, because we were talking nutrition is most people's main problem is our uh, our problem. Um, and so that's what we focus on first with the people that we help and through our content is nutrition. Um, a couple different things for nutrition is protein first. When we sign in our clients, um, we we keep it simple. Because what's held people back in the past from getting started, from the fear of, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do on a daily basis to live the healthy lifestyle. It's they overcomplicate things. And so me and Jake as coaches, we make it simple and we yeah. make it toward like fit fit their lifestyle. 
Um, so we start with protein and calories. Um, protein is averaging from like 30 to 40 grams of protein every meal uh, with like one snack of 20 to 30 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. So usually our client clients are averaging maybe like 150 to 180 grams of protein depending on their weight. Mm -hmm. uh, but high protein diet changes everything when it comes to re recomposition, dropping body fat and gaining lean muscle. Uh, but we'd like to focus on calories because calories are what weight loss and that, that's what weight loss weight. is is you have to be in a caloric deficit um and those two combined will drive results fast and it's simple it's it's not worrying about oh where's my carbs fats where's what's the exact diet i need to be on it's hey how are you going to stay under calories and how are you going to get your protein in when they focus on those two things for nutrition We've seen the fastest wins and they get motivated. They build confidence through those small wins. They, they go off. Yeah. Well, and, say for exercise. Yeah, That's very simple. Uh, just a second that like, if you don't know where to start, don't worry about this. Um, yeah, like I said, most people don't even act because they think it's supposed to be this perfect thing. Yeah. Um, fair. And, and anyone could even message us. We, we give out free nutrition targets um, because it's already out there, but we would love to calculate that for you. Um, and just make sure you're prioritizing protein in every meal and then a couple snacks if if you need if you're lacking on your protein goal and then being in a calorie deficit, that's what's gonna cause the fat loss and get you looking uh what you want to look like. Weight or like getting to the gym. Um, I know we already talked about like we we don't struggle with that. I know Damien, like it's it's something that you've always been into. It's fun. And and a lot of guys are like this, but I know there's still some self-conscious, hey, maybe you had an experience where someone treated you like crap and you're like, oh well, maybe someone's gonna look at me weird at the gym. Um, and that's why we love Joey Swole. He's so good with that. Yes. Because yep. he's an advocate for a hey, let why don't you just be a kind human being and let's improve together? Because everyone knows how unhealthy the world is right now, especially the US. It's time to start improving your your health. So a big thing for us is of course habits, because that's what that's what it comes down to. What what do you do? What's your daily activities look like? Um, so we love to set some small triggers for our clients. Big, big thing is pre-workout. But if you don't love pre-workout, tea or coffee, um, huge tr trigger. You're not going to freaking take a scoop of pre and then just sit there stinging. Mm -hmm. what, like you're going to want to get to the gym. Just a small trigger. Another small trigger is having a glass of water before the gym. Just setting up small habits that your brain says, okay, this is where I get in the car to go to the gym. Um, that's huge for us is setting up those smaller habits that just stack up on each other to get yourself to the gym. Yeah. And it, we call it, uh, the winning morning routine with our yeah. clients. We, that's what we first implement with them. If they do have that self-conscious, but like the, those thoughts about the gym or they just don't like themselves, their self image is not there. We've been there. Yeah. We, we didn't love ourselves. You guys know that 
Uh, but we we stack the wins in the morning. We yeah. stack the wins before they get to the gym. And so they're confident. Okay. They know they've done their their stuff and they're ready to go. But that's just a couple of different things. Yeah, confidence comes through um, action and competence. Like you're not going to be the most confident in lifting weights if you haven't ever done it. That's okay. You can still be a confident person. People get that wrong. Um, it would just be like me. If I thought I could go in and perform a surgery, I I wouldn't be confident. Heck no. People act like they need to come to the gym and be the best lifter in the gym. It, it just doesn't work like that in any area of your life. It's about learning, but you have the confidence to figure it out. Yeah, it's the ability um, to figure things out. And I'll add another one with the winning morning routine. And, oh, should I leave this for the course or should I tell them this? Probably leave it for the course. <laughs> I love people right now, dude. I'm always trying to they, they hold freaking stuff back. I said, everything's online. Come on now. That's not what we do. Um, But, no, I would say get in touch with your, your goals and your emotions behind those goals every single morning yeah. before you even go to the gym. That's something me and Joe love to do. David Goggins calls it a morning meeting. We just, it's reflection time, something key for mental health, but it gets you going to say, yeah, I'm pumped to get to the gym. I know I'm becoming the person to accomplish these goals. Just two things. The rest will be on our online course. Go jduofit.com and go get That's No, Dude, but serious I, though. Go ahead. I love the plugs. No, I love the plugs, man. Plug as much as you want to. Cause I, I love what no, you guys are doing and there's just nobody doing it like like you guys it's, it's super important but like i like what you guys are talking about when you're talking about this the stacking of the behaviors yeah. and the habits and stuff like that because everybody thinks that that fitness and health happens at the gym yeah but it's not about the location because it happens all throughout the day it's all exactly. about what you're thinking it's all about what you're feeling you work out at the gym or you work out at home or you go for a walk but it doesn't start it, it and it certainly doesn't end there and so I like that you do those habits because it lets people know that the, the moment I wake up, I've got the devil. I've got somebody telling me that there's some bad decisions I can make. And so it starts right then and there. The minute you open your eyes, you've got work to do. It doesn't just happen when you walk into the gym. It doesn't start there. It starts way before that. And so I love that you guys create that behavior because that. it's going to manifest into, in, into everything. And yep. it's like I was talking about when you're gaining the weight, when you're losing the weight, you don't really see it. As it's yeah. happening, you see it when when there's the most massive night and day difference. And so you don't really see that these habits are being created. You just feel better as you're doing them yeah. and they get easier and they get easier. And then you try another one. And trying that new one is much easier than it was when you tried the previous habits, because now you've built your resistance. You've built the foundation. And that is awesome. I like that you mentioned David Goggins, because that's my dude. I love watching I David. Go. If I'm ever feeling down on myself, he really makes it easy for me to 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 stop being that guy. My man, yes, never finished. I love it's it, our man. book. It's our book club book for this month, yes, sir. Oh, dude, it's it's fantastic. Nobody makes you feel like like not crying. Yeah, no <laughs> one makes you feel like that more I think than he that. Ignites. That he ignites me and Jake related to him when we. Red can't hurt me a couple 
like years ago, like because we struggled so much with self-belief and mm-hmm. self-confidence. That's why we're so attracted to David Goggins because he inspires people that think they're met for average, think they have nothing to give for more. He, like he, he, he tells it to you straight. You deserve more. You deserve you, like he gives you the tactics to build that self-confidence yeah. and that self-belief. That's what me and Jake needed. Yeah, that's awesome. He does he does really, really good at it. And I also like so Ed Milet, he he had this, he was talking with um oh boy, I'm gonna forget the guy's name. He created the supplement company, does the podcast. Gosh darn it. It'll come back to me. Um <laughs> but he was having an, an interview with that guy. And he was talking about how we always like parents are always telling their kids you can be whatever you want to be. You can amount to anything or whatever. And then those kids are going to look at the parents and say, well, why haven't you? Why haven't you become everything you wanted to be? How come you haven't amounted to whatever you aspire to? Because we get to a point where we don't create our habits or the habits that we create aren't the ones that get us any place. They don't help our mental health. They don't help our physical health. And they're arguably the two period most important things we're ever going to carry around is the success of mastering those two yeah you can't have one without the other you can't have great mental health and a terrible physical body you don't need to be an olympian but you need to be active you need to be functional you need you need the longevity you need all that now if you have all of that you've got the great body but you're really really messed up in here yeah. it doesn't complement anything else you've reached mm-hmm. no level of success you've got a great physical feat and it'll mean nothing to anyone out of yourself. Yep. But when you've got them both, you've got it all. There's nothing that you can't do. And that's for real, for real, There's nothing that you can't do. And so I guess in, in wrapping this up, I just want to say again that, you know, I don't know how much older I am than you guys, but Holy crap. Am I inspired when I, when I hear your stories and I see what you're doing and the fact that you, you, you're making it a for real mission that mental health is so important no matter what, whether it's fitness or it's not, mental health is super important and fitness can't do anything but elevate that to the 10th degree. Yep, and yeah. so I appreciate you guys for that. And what are some, and I, I would like you both to go, what are okay. some closing statements and, and go as deep as you want, as long as you want, what are some closing statements for people who may need that push and are looking for that push? What do you got for them? I would say, um, I close like just to close. I didn't grow up like we were talking about. I didn't grow up believing in myself. I didn't believe that I deserved anything. I didn't. And uh, to be honest, after losing my brother, I was in a deeper hole. Like that's just obvious I was, but months of months of darkness and no purpose. Um, clinically depressed that's i i got on medication for a little bit um so it it was the darkest time of my life but to be able to totally flip it with working on my physical and mental health gave me so much hope gave me so much self-belief and that's when me and you knew that this is this is what we need to do we need to help others live just like you said I mean is like when you have your physical and mental health paired together and you you're working on them together and they're good you're unstoppable you could you could go accomplish literally everything you want me and Jake know that and that's why we have so much self-belief 
now is because we're working on both of these daily. And that's why you guys can do it too. Anyone could do it. You could change your life with just working on your physical and mental health. And I second that. You, you got to start with the belief in yourself. Um, fitness and mental health are there to make you believe in yourself again. Or start believing in yourself. If you're a lot like me and Joe, it was starting. Yeah. Or maybe you believed in yourself in high school. Things happen. You became a dad. You got a job to provide. You went to college and you stopped believing in your dreams, believing in yourself. It's it's your time to start um to start having the confidence to take on new things, to figure life out. Um, to take on your dreams. Mm, I just want to second that. I want to talk to the people that maybe are like me, Joe and Damien, that are addicted uh, or were addicted. Maybe you are addicted to something right now. You're binging. Um, you're having lonely nights. You're depressed. You're anxious. You don't see a way out you don't see the light i would say um you guys are the most committed you guys just haven't flipped that script yet i know me and joe and and our man right here can can tell you that it's about flipping the script starting to change those habits to get addicted to fall in love with a different process, not the same process of going to your junk food. Um, that's how you deal with your emotions or whether you're drinking and you just want to stop, whether you're smoking, whether you're addicted to porn, whether you're addicted to sex, whatever it is, there's a light and you guys just have to start small, start stacking those wins and you have to start believing yourself, just like Joe was just mentioning. You have to believe it can be done. You can start living a healthier But I wanted to talk to you guys today. You guys are seriously the most committed. Um, you just have to flip the script. It's about telling a different story, not the same story you've been telling yourself. Yeah, listen to that old story. I'm excited for you guys because I know uh, this podcast can reach a couple of you guys that are in a dark place right now. It's time to start creating a different lifestyle. And we believe in you guys. Uh, we know you guys are going to start getting after and believe in yourselves. I love that. Super powerful stuff. I wouldn't expect anything less. I love that you guys agreed to do this. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I'm absolutely going to send it to you. Blast it out as much as you want. Oh. And uh, I really appreciate that. Jake, where where, where can they find that course? <laughs> oh brother, brother, it's actually it's nineteen ninety nine and it's all a secret. No. Uh, I will plug our socials. We're not doing yeah, anything. Go for it. Um, Go for it. But I freaking love it, dude. I'm just making fun of the freaking fake people. Because I do believe there's courses out there and we've we've bought them that absolutely help. But I just love making fun of the people that have the bull crap courses. And they don't give a, they don't give any value. They just want money. Um, but no, I will plug our socials. We're on YouTube now, mostly YouTube shorts, but we do need to start making some informational yeah, things. Do YouTube. We're doing a lot of edits, just like we would post on Instagram Reels. So our Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, TikTok is big. 
Um, they're all J duo fit. All J duo fit. Um, J duo fit, right? J duo fit. J D U O and then fit. And then Facebook, you can find us as well, um, or LinkedIn. Facebook and LinkedIn, it's just Jake and Jill Sharp. Different personal. accounts. We have personal accounts. Okay, so on LinkedIn, Facebook, Jake Sharp, Joe Sharp, and all the yep. other social medias, J Duo Fit. Yep. Perfect. I hope they come to you. And if you guys are thinking about it, stop thinking about it. Go do it. These two gentlemen are fantastic. I love your guys' story. I think you're going to relate to a lot of people. And I, I, I know for a fact you go much further than this. I can't wait to watch. So I'll, I'll be watching close. And I let's can. do this again. Oh, sir. For sure. For sure. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, I appreciate you. Have a good night.